with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. I'm Jacqueline Sweeney. 22 degrees for the high today with a chance of a thunderstorm this afternoon. Right now, it is 11 degrees. A change in how COVID-19 numbers will be announced throughout our province. Instead of every day, we'll now have updates just Monday to Friday. Now, as of Friday, Alberta reported 57 new cases with no new deaths. Another round of masks will be coming to a fast food drive through near you next Monday. That was such a great excuse to go to the uh, drive through I'm like, I have oh, to go. I got to get a Big Mac and a mask. Although, hey, you know, it's no purchase necessary. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah, like that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, we got to support local, right? Exactly. Well, Canadian actor Nick Cordero has lost his battle with COVID-19 last night. He was only 41 years old. The Tony Award-nominated actor, singer, and musician had many following his health battle as he was up and down since the beginning of April. In sports, we're still waiting on official word if Edmonton will become a hub city for the NHL playoffs. And Matt, if you're wondering if the world-famous Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest on the 4th of July happened amidst the pandemic... The answer is yes. Joey Chestnut was the winner again, wolfing down, socially distanced, of course, a world record 75 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes. Now, there was no crowd, and Joey says that he actually missed them when he hit minute six. I watched uh, a lot of it, and I can't even, you can't wrap, you your, you can't wrap your brain around how he You know what? It. Free Kobayashi, man. Yeah. Free Kobayashi. The only guy who can compete with, Joey's Kobayashi, but they won't let him go. Why? Where is he? He won't sign the waiver because he's he's a bit of a jerk. But anyway, free Kobayashi. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joey's got the title for now. I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. In the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Yes, Jack is Matt uh, back after seven months. Matt's back after a week, and uh, we're it's... all together again. Exactly, and it's a great day. Going to be twenty-two with a chance of a shower or thunder shower later on. Hopefully, we don't get like a hailstorm or anyway, we'll get to all of that stuff Oof. coming up. Bad weekend for you. Okay, here's the deal. Uh, Matt was talking about the fact that he had some uh, challenges with the tent trailer this weekend, and he said they're hard to back up. And I'm, I'm going to say, uh, being a, a son of a truck driver and having my class one and, and priding myself in the way I back things up, the smaller the trailer, the more difficult they are to back up. Yes. Is that true? It's true. The shorter the shorter the wheelbase, the more difficult they are, because as soon as it turns a little bit, it just cranks. She gone. She gone. She gone. So in your defense, Matt, a, a, a tent trailer is not easy to back up. There was multiple occasions this weekend when I had the tent trailer where I had to back up in front of other men. Oh. And that is like so emasculating. <laughs> I, the, like, the one place we went to to get the trailer fixed, they had a like this old T-bird out front. Yeah. And the guy saw me start backing up. He's like, just hold on a second. And he moved the T-bird like <laughs> around the block. They saw you coming. The next guy, like this guy was like a, a man's man. Yeah. He had like deer heads on the wall. He's wearing Wranglers. He yeah. Had, yeah. He had like a belt buckle. Yeah. And I started backing it up and my, and he's, he just shook his head. He's like, that's good enough there. We'll push it in. We'll push her in. Well, you said your saving grace was the backup camera. To get hitched, to get oh. hooked up, to get hooked up, <laughs> yeah, right? That's now, fine. But but I mean, just backing up with the the help of your wife and oh. uh, and Jack, you were talking about the fact that you and Bobby just uh, it's like Scrapzilla when you guys do this. Hey, it is ugly. We had a few camping trips uh, the last couple months, and we have a 
big diesel truck. And so I have to literally scream at him. And I still don't, I can't believe I'm admitting this on air. I still don't know left and right, like the back of my hand. Like I still have to look down and see which like, one is Like the back of your right hand? hand? It's like any of your hands? <laughs> I still have to look down and look at, for the L. So when he's like, which way? I'm like, hold on. <laughs> you don't even know, you don't need to know the directions. You just need to point which way the tail end has to go. But sometimes he can't see me in the mirror or. Yeah, he definitely he can't, can't hear you. He can't hear me. It is ugly. I told him that I would pay up to a thousand dollars for a device that would let him do it easier without my help and he was like are you serious so that is what our fights are worth to me one thousand dollars some of the new trucks actually they back up like they they do that they'll back up for you like they'll, they'll do they that the with the i gotta research that they got yeah. the cameras that show the entire entirety of the trailer yeah. that would take jack the jack factor out of it yeah oh, no There's more knowing bucks. left and right i could just sit in the truck in peace oh my gosh all right so that is a, a real stressful situation. What is the most stressful situation you and your significant other go through, you know, if it's not backing up? Because, Matt, you said the same thing with you and Sam. You said she's just brutal at it, hey? She, well, I'm like, Sam, i got to be able to see you. Yeah. You're in front of the car. I'm looking back. <laughs> she's like, laughed. I'm like, no, I don't know which way that is. Okay, you know what? Maybe the problem is with the husbands. It's the like, women. Like, we're helping. Without a doubt. <laughs> the, the problem is, is like, you're not sitting in the driver's seat, so you don't know what kind of stress I'm in. I got guys breathing down my neck. Like I'm watching and some namby pamby. Yeah. I can't back my trailer up and you're there yelling at me too. I'm just getting emasculated from every corner. (laughs) But you're used to that. (laughs) I am. In fact, you're listening to the kiss and country, Chris, Jack and Matt podcast. Uh, we're talking about backing up a trailer and, uh, got a a text saying, basically, when you think you got it, you've gone too far. Hashtag small trailers suck. So there you go. They do. They're difficult to back up. You're lucky that you and Bobby don't have to do a back of a small trailer because then you guys would really be scrapping. Uh, you know what? That's what I'm going to say to him. Hey, Bob, it could be worse. We could have it smaller. Yeah, but too bad we have this 80 foot trailer. (laughs) (laughs) It's really a blessing. (laughs) And Howard just called and he was talking about the safety of, uh, basically. Basically, if you can't see your spotter when you're backing up a trailer, you know, obviously, if, if they can't see you, you can't see them. That's kind of the rule because that that's your frustration with Sam is that she's like in front of you when you're trying to direct, right? Yeah, she's just, she has no idea. Like, I got to be able to see in the, see in my mirrors. That and stay out of pinch points. She's got like bow in between the hitch and the trailer. <laughs> like, let's move the kid away from the dangerous situation. Okay, but for our defense, us wives that didn't grow up with trailers, this is our first time too. So give us a break. All right, break's done. <laughs> <laughs> Howard did say that uh, here's a here's a lesson for anybody that's just learning how to back something up. You hang on to the ba- the bottom of the steering wheel, and if you need to, if you need the back of the trailer to go right or left, you you turn it from the bottom of the steering wheel the right that way, that's not a the top. Really so, good tip because I'm going to remember that next time I have to back the trailer. It is smart. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I know that uh, uh, my wife will never be the backer upper when it comes to backing up the riverboat at the at the river. Although you'd never you won't be able to do that for the next month because the river's so high. But uh, when my son was first learning, it was pretty uh, intimidating too because everybody watches the person backing that trailer down to the... Oh, you have an audience for sure. Yeah, exactly. And they're judging for sure. But we're talking this morning about things that you and your significant other fight about. Yes, James? The one thing that me and my ex always used to fight about was cooking. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because she cooks everything on high... Oh, okay. oh, the worst. It's my the wife. most efficient, really. My wife does this too. It's like, well, it will cook faster. No, it burns. <laughs> no, it doesn't cook faster. It burns the outside and the inside is still raw. It's called searing. <laughs> Sealing in <Yes>. the flavor. <laughs> yeah. 
It's a tech. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Went out in public just enjoying his day. Uh, uh, uh. His interactions always end the same way. She gave me the finger. Is it his attitude or is it his face? Did Matt deserve the finger today? Oh, my. All right, so Jack is back after seven uh, months, and I can tell you, Jack, some things never change, and one of them is that Matt's got that, just that, there's something about that face that just makes people want to give him the finger. And uh, apparently you were away having a great trip this past week. Nothing went wrong. Nothing, nothing at all. No. Nothing could possibly go wrong. But you actually got the finger on your vacation. Yeah, it was on the way down. Really? Oh, this was uh, when the clouds were rolling in south of Calgary, right by Stavely. Little town, got a green elevator with Stavely on it, and that's about it. Yep. Anyways, the hailstorm just is going bonkers. So we pull over on the side of the road, and there's like lots of cars pulled over. But you put your hazards on? Put my hazards on. Your give-up lights on? I did everything. I'm not like Chris. I didn't go 110 through the hailstorm of the century. <laughs> what, I don't know what these faster. people are worried about. He's got his hand out the window. I'm the son of a I'm the son of a truck <laughs> driver. That's right. I can go through this backwards. No big deal. <laughs> Anyways, I stop, and then the guy behind me is like flashing his lights at me. I'm like, what's going on? I'm I'm on the side of the road, bud. What do you want me to do? Hazards are on. Leave me alone. Anyways, so it lets up. I pull. He pulls out. He slow rolls me and gives me the finger on the way by. <laughs> Why? Uh, we talked about this earlier, but it was because I didn't have any lights on the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> he was very upset. I think you see he's screaming the F word at me. Turn the, you know what, <laughs> lights on. I'm like, what? I'm stopped. Like, you stopped behind me. Did I not give you enough room? I pulled forward. Like, Why'd you give me the finger, bud? I'm sorry my trailer didn't lights didn't work. I didn't know. You didn't know your trailer lights weren't well, working. They worked on the way out, and then they sh- they shorted in, shortly in after the hailstorm. Oh no, I think it probably happened before Calgary. We were had a whole trip on the QE2. We didn't have lights on that trailer. <laughs> oh, but this guy man. was rather upset because, like, obviously it's dark out with the dark sky. Yeah, yeah, the storm of the century, and right. you're the guy with no tail lights. And the, the, I mean, the Murano sleek design. The lights are a little low, so they were blocked by the trailer. <laughs> oh, no. All right. So did Matt deserve the finger because you didn't even know that you didn't have lights? I would say, if anything, this is probably the one finger I did deserve. Yeah. yeah I would say so for sure because something <laughs> tells me you actually suspected that your lights didn't work. I was I was rattled after you gave me the finger because like, normally I know what happened to get the finger. This yeah. one was just out of the blue. <laughs> but then, I, like, the next day when we went and... We figured out the trailer lights were broken. I'm, I'm like, oh, this guy, he, I did deserve it. I sent him good vibes. All right, but I it's still, still, like, I mean, I, I've had lights not work or whatever, but nobody's ever given me the finger because of it. Like, what is it with you at getting the finger all the time? I don't know. <laughs> I have an idea. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, Matt pulls over to the side of the road with the tent trailer. The guy behind you goes by you when the things all settle down, and he rolls up the middle finger at you. Yeah, well, he, I mean, he rolled down the window in a rainstorm. Which is like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> Just so I can get a nice long look at that slender finger of his. <laughs> Must have been pretty serious. Christy texts in and says, if you didn't check your taillights or you knew they didn't work and didn't do anything about it, yes, Matt, you did deserve it. I, did, I didn't know anything about the trailer 
I, they were working when I left. All right. All right. Yeah. You might be in the clear then. Matt didn't deserve it, says a text. A decent guy would have actually informed him. Hey, bud, did you know you have no trailer lights? Don't hey, bud me. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have been if you said I didn't have trailer lights. That would have sent me into full on freak out mode. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, yeah. I being blissfully unaware of my trailer lights not working is the so, best possible. So are recipe. you saying you'd rather get the finger than have somebody tell you you didn't have trailer lights working? It, it, I, it, well, yeah, he's used to it. <laughs> no, I want you to tell me that they're not working closer to my destination. <laughs> okay. And then you would keep on driving till you got there. Exactly, because I had, I had another hour and a half to go. <laughs> As somebody did say, Matt, welcome to trailering. It's always something. Yeah, I've already, that thing's a money pit. <laughs> oh. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Just got a text from our buddy uh, from Kelly from United Sport and Cycle saying, Dream Team back together again. <laughs> Oh, the air horn. How I missed you. <laughs> oh, I missed you, air horn. The dream team is back together, Matt. Yeah, who's the captain? I don't know. Is that a question? <laughs> Chris is like, well, you know, that's something a captain would say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the captain. Here we go. You are the captain of this ship. Uh, uh, seven uh, months, I was saying that seven months felt like seven years, uh, just the, the way the world went. Uh, you know, when you What were, a change. You went, uh, Jack uh, uh, had her second little one, Lily. She's a great little girl, too, just like your other daughter, huh? She's a happy baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. lucky. The The first month was rough, not going to lie. Yeah. But then it slowly got easier. Yeah, and you said the two is not too bad at all. No, now I can handle two. And like there is even discussion of maybe a third. But if wow. you would have asked me in that, I know, everyone just laughs at that. <laughs> if you would have asked me in that first month, I would have been like, absolutely not. We're never having kids again. All right. Yeah, yeah. So you have a third child. But also practice social distancing. That's a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. And especially during quarantine. I mean, it, it goes back and forth. We're either having a third child or a divorce. Yeah. So, <laughs> I have back more and questions forth. about where you were during Matt leave. I heard you went to Wuhan. <laughs> Matt, don't start rumors. Are you patient zero? <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, all right. Well, it's great to have Jack back. The dream team is here in mm-hmm. some form and it's a beautiful day. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Um, yeah, reopening continues. You were talking about uh, reopening at the uh, like like the, the parks. What are they called again? Yes. Oh, the rec centers. The rec centers. Yes. Thank you very much, both of you, for grabbing that for me. <laughs> yes. uh, the rec centers open are opening today. up, but it's not going to be as easy as it once was. Right? No, if you want to go, you actually have to book a time slot online so they can manage how many people are actually at the rec center. If you're planning on swimming lessons, it's only one student at a time. And of course, like everything else, they're going to have hand sanitizer everywhere, and they do encourage you to wear a mask. So one kid in the pool at one time? Apparently per instructor. So I'm sure they have multiple instructors, okay. but one kid per instructor. Right. Right. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to be doing something that I haven't done for well over a year, and I desperately need to go to the dentist. So I'm going to mm. be doing that. And um, not, I, just everything is so different now. I went to the doctor for a pres- prescription refill about a week ago or so, and it was just it was different. You came, to, I came to the Devon Hospital, and they checked my temperature when I came in, and uh, you know, you, of course, you're wearing a mask, mm-hmm. right? And you're dealing with all of the stuff that you need to deal with just to keep yourself safe and everybody around you. And uh, now going to the dentist today, I'm a little uh, apprehensive about exactly how it's all going to work. You you said you went about a month ago? I did, yeah. I went to my dentist, Dr. Alfaro, about a month ago for a regular cleaning. They started doing cleanings again, so they gave me a call and said, Jack, you're due. Right. And so 
for a patient, from our perspective, nothing really changes in the fact that obviously you don't have to wear a mask because they need to look in your mouth. But the technicians and and the hygienists for sure are completely covered up. Face they were masks. wearing masks before, right? Were they not? Yes, but face shields now. Did they oh. give you the same dose of Ativan? Even more. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't know before. It was great. She's a little nervous about cleaning, so she has been hopped up on goofball. (laughs) Yes, I'm a big fan of Ativan for going to the dentist. And yeah, so everything from my perspective was blurry. Okay. (laughs) Your crystals are rookie numbers. You got to pump those numbers up. Exactly. Remember that time I didn't go for five years? (laughs) Do you remember that time? I mean, I remember the plaque. Oh, ugly. I have this stain, strange and unusual stain that is on my teeth, and they've never figured out why. They, they, It's like a stain from like a smoker or somebody who drinks a lot of coffee, and I don't do either of those two things, but I've got this like this brown kind of stain that develops on my teeth. They used to think it was from our, our well water on the farm, and then when I moved off the farm, I still got it. So it's something about my teeth that creates this like this, this thick kind of stain. What and, could it be? Diet Pepsi's. You know, I don't have. I haven't had a diet Pepsi in six months. Maybe you're a night smoker. Oh yeah. my goodness, you're doing it in your sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you just didn't like Karen. Pass me my dart. Wouldn't that be a, that be a shocker? Uh, what else do you do? I don't know. Something to create the stuff. But anyway, I'm going back to the dentist today, and uh, good luck. I'm sure it'll be fine. Would it's, you like some Ativan? <laughs> I see. I've never taken the Ativan in my. Do you life, just have but, some in your pocket, Jack? I actually do. <laughs> right now? Well, yeah, I was coming back to work, guys. I was scared. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just, I haven't had it yet. Don't worry. Okay, good. I I'll take it. I don't <laughs> want to have to drive you home again. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Um, so Saturday afternoon, it's a nice day. And then it goes sideways like it always does every day. It goes sideways, the weather I'm talking about. Uh, Matt, you understand what it's what it's like when the weather goes sideways, don't you, Matt? I guess, yeah. yeah I you mean, are. the camping, but it just, Chris is so hung up about the weather. If it's not perfect for eight days straight, oh. he's full on <laughs> Matt, And then if it's perfect, something's wrong. I am telling you guys, The farmers! The farmers, it's like it's like rice paddies out there right now. Like, it's it, wet, it, I get it. It, it it's, is it's beyond wet. belief how wet it is. But anyway, so uh, minding our own business in our place, and all of a sudden I hear one, like, thunder boom, and I go, okay. I guess we're going to get a little bit of rain. And it starts to hail at our house in the afternoon. And it's hailing and hailing and raining and hailing so bad. Like normally hail comes for like 10 minutes at the most, but it's just hailing after hailing after hailing. And I say to my sweet wife, I say, I'm going to go downstairs and make sure, because it is pouring so hard, it's starting to flood in the yard. I'm like, I'm going to go down and make sure that the basement's okay. And I come down in the basement and I look at the one window. And it's got like the window well in it. And the water is coming through this thing like it's an aquarium leaking. And it's coming down the wall and it's just pouring into the basement. So I go running up the stairs and Karen says, what's wrong? And I said, the basement's flooding. And she says, what do we need? Do we need do we need uh, towels? Do we need buckets? I said both. <laughs> like I was just panicking, right? Has this ever happened before? No, not really. No. Normally your butler handles it. Right? <laughs> Matt. <laughs> so I, I go running outside to get the shop vac, right? And I go outside yeah. and it's just pounding. The hail is pounding on my head and it's just boom, 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 boom. And the whole yard is just flooding with water. And I grab the shop vac and I bring it back in and I plug the sucker in and I start sucking the 
the water out. And every time I go to turn the water, like once it fills up, because I just keep filling the shop vac up because the water's just pouring out. Karen was smarter than me. She got towels and she put them up in the window well to keep the water from like continuing to come. Like that held it back. Smart. And uh, every time I go to turn the, the, the shop vac off, I get a shock from it, right? Because I'm... <laughs> Standing in the water. Just so I'm keeping you awake. I'm going to the bucket again. Oh my goodness. Chris. That's exactly what happened. Every time Karen's like, you're going to stop it. Go put rubber boots on. I said, I don't have time for rubber boots. But the basement. That is crazy. Okay, wait a minute. There's a punchline here. So I get I, I, I get this done. I take ten shop vacs full of water out. Like, oh. like and 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 That's there's insane. and there's still there's so many towels and they're just all full and every and it's fortunately we, we put new we put new flooring in, of course. Of and course that's you when did. this happens. But it's all just on the vinyl and it's not on the it's not really on the carpet. So anyway. I get finished this job. I come up. My hair is already wild and my beard is wild because I haven't shaved. You know, I haven't shaved. I haven't gotten a haircut and I'm just, my hair is standing up and I'm sweating. And Karen's like, oh my gosh, settle down. You're going to have a heart attack. And uh, I, I had I had posted a picture of the hail just before this had started. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's hailing at my house. And I go on, on, on Instagram and there's my friend Jack going, <laughs> Oh my gosh. She says, Chris is getting hail. We're so jealous. I love a good storm. So I brought my newborn out to watch it. I'm like, is this really happening? She's like, she's telling me she's jealous of what's just happened at my house. It was like, anyway. I didn't know about the basement flooding. Okay. Now I'm not as jealous. But when is hail ever a good thing? Like, Every what time. Is, what that means it's like a serious storm, but you're still going to be okay. Have you seen the pictures of the houses in Calgary? <laughs> the siding ripped off. Poor Chris is... He's getting his heart reset every time he turns on the shop back. I Jack, mean, I want hail. I come with a disclaimer of like little hail. Okay. I like little hail. Oh, yeah, little hail. Oh, my God. You are so weird. It's exciting. Pea sized hail, not soft. Exactly. It is not exciting. You are so weird. <laughs> I kind of am in the Jack camp, though. I like yes. a good hailstorm. Hailstorm? Yeah. Yes. My sump pump hasn't failed me yet. Oh, <laughs> you're asking for it now. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's seven twenty-six. Yes, Jack is back. Matt Good is morning. back from VK as well. It's so welcome we're, back, it's Matt. Nice to have everything. Don't say welcome back to me. It just feels wrong. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thanks for coming back, Matt. Boy, did we ever miss you? Wow, Matt. Glad to have you back. Uh, I promise. My next vacation will only be two days. Okay, thank <laughs> that's all you've got left. <laughs> She's right. All right. Oh. Uh, if you're just tuning in, uh, we're talking about the fact that uh, over the weekend, we had one of those lucky, as Jack would call them, hailstorms. Um, Hail is awesome when nobody gets hurt. Yeah. Do you know what I does, agree. Do you know what it does to vehicles and to roofs? That's nobody gets hurt. Insurance Chris. policies. Yeah, that's the nobody gets hurt part. I, oh, so yeah, you're saying that somebody gets hurt in that case. Yeah, exactly. Okay, good, When good, it's just good. little hail, nothing happens, it's awesome. Okay, all right, you guys are such weirdos. But anyway, uh, so we had this giant hailstorm, and it was hail and rain, and uh, the water ended up uh, going into our wa- uh, uh, window well, and then flooding into our basement. And so I got the uh, 
I got the shop vac and I was getting electrocuted as I was sucking it out. But we just got this uh, text. A lot of people can relate to the story. Yeah, you're not alone. Tyler texts in and says, Chris, my wife and I had the exact same issue. I grabbed a bucket and rubber boots, went outside and bailed out the window while my wife was inside with towels and a mop. See, that's good thinking right there. But I panic. Yeah. Like, I just panic in situations like that. It's I'm so bad. Like, I could never, I know my son's a firefighter and other people do that kind of stuff. I just absolutely panic. When I went running into the shed to get uh, the uh, the shop vac, I could not find it. And it was right in front of me. But I was just panicking <laughs> so much. Like It's a scary situation. But I'm a panicker. I don't know. You'd how. think after all these years of, you know, yeah. being on air is a... Yeah, it's not a low stress thing. I don't know why I panic so much. Like I just, I, I just, I'm absolutely useless when it comes to that stuff. Yeah, that's a good point, Matt. I mean, how could be breaking loose outside and you're like, "Welcome to Kissing Country." <laughs> you're so <laughs> calm. Like, like Fort Murray's on fire. You're like, "Well, we've got all got to buckle down." Here. <laughs> <laughs> a little water, and he goes crazy in his basement. <laughs> oh, there's a leak in my window. Shop backs electrocuting him. Bring me towels. What do I do? What do I do? I have no idea. I just, and that's what I have never gotten. And we always talked about getting it with our friend Kathy, Kathy, the the wonderful nurse, getting like the St. John's Ambulance, the whole CPR stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, I should learn it. But I don't I don't think, even if I learned it, I don't think I'd be able to apply it. I think I would just lose my mind. You'd be doing chest for c- compressions on somebody's groin. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where you do them. That's ugly. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I uh, like the text we just got. Oh, my goodness, you guys sound adorable, all three of you. It sounds like a mini family reunion. You're so happy to be together. And that's the truth. It's day yeah. one of the family reunion. Wait till day three. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the first day is always the best. <laughs> yeah, before uh, Uncle Tom starts drinking. Matt? I am off the sauce. Are you? That's what Uncle Tom always used to say. Too. <laughs> yeah. As he heads to the, the local pub and hits the VLTs. Too. Yeah, uh, until day three. Yeah, Matt, we'll we'll tell the story next uh, hour uh, again about Matt and his wonderful uh, camping trip that uh, turned out to be not maybe not so wonderful. But the only thing that really did save it was all the alcohol you guys were drinking. Yeah, I mean, I didn't go crazy, no. crazy, crazy. But we drank consistently. Yeah. Yeah, you were camping. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the only way to get through it, really. My brother-in-law told me when we were camping, he hasn't been drunk in four years. Yeah. And then I went into an absolute shame spiral. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, four days? <laughs> well, the night before. Oh. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we will talk about that. Uh, with uh, Jack returning today, which is great to have her back after uh, seven months, uh, we haven't had a chance to talk to her about just the, the way that her life uh, uh, changed during this with your two little ones and, of course, having having uh, yeah, having yeah a, a newborn during all of this time. Yeah. It was pretty stressful, of course, right? It was very different. I mean, I had uh, my baby girl, Lily, in December, and everything was totally normal until March. And up until that point, anyone that has a newborn knows this, that you kind of just stay home anyway. So it was no yeah, big deal. But right. by that point, she's two, three months. We're ready to explore the world, maybe take a trip to the supermarket. Sure, and then it's off. like, <laughs> yeah, right? nope, not going to happen. Can't yeah. see anyone, can't do anything. Right, right, right. So our, our question uh, this uh, this morning, I heard somebody else talking about it. It was on a podcast. And they were talking about where they would have been or what they would have been doing this summer mm-hmm. if it wasn't for COVID. Like what would be going on in your world, Matt? I was thinking about this. Literally the same thing. <laughs> I would have went camping. I All guess right. in a provincial park where they had uh, 
uh, bathrooms. That yeah, you would have nice. used the showers in the provincial park. Exactly. That's about it. Matt doesn't go on a lot of trips in the summer. More of the fall, spring. Yeah. So, right. you know, I know Chris is probably missing out on his 85th trip to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Now you're behind. I'm behind, yeah. No, well, we were, we, I wasn't going to be doing a lot this summer. We were going to be getting ready for my daughter's wedding that was supposed oh, to happen right. in early September. So we were just kind of going to, you know, have some events and, and do some things. But I was actually not going to be going on really any vacations this summer. But then we were looking at uh, potentially a uh, Disneyland trip maybe for my 50th birthday in December that's obviously Ooh. not going to happen. He wanted 50 people to go to Disneyland with him. 50 and 50. It could still happen. See, I'm still that person that's like, maybe everything will be better by December. You really think so? I don't. I told Gosh, you, Jack, so. when we had conversations about you coming back, Yeah. and you said, I said, you know what? Yeah, it made complete sense. You were going to come back in May, and it was just like, I said, did you know, if you have any feeling of not coming back, don't bother. It's just like we're just kind of planet plowing through the days right now, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I said, you know, by July things should be, and, and they are opening up, and they are better. Don't get me wrong, but we're still not out of the woods, are we? I won't let COVID crush me. I'm still the ultimate optimist, where I'm like, maybe I know it's not going to be back to normal. I just am continually hoping that things will get a little bit better. Yeah, well, I think they have. Yeah, yes, they have. every day is is a little bit better. I mean, it's still not the same. I still stress out going to the grocery store, but yeah, I think by December, maybe, Chris, don't give your dream up. Yeah. I think Space Mountain's out of reach. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe a trip to like the Valley Zoo. Hey, hey, we would take that. Right? Lucy can't get COVID. You're golden. <laughs> she can't? Uh, yeah, oh. I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she can't. All right, for the record. Uh, where would have you been this summer? What did you give up uh, because of COVID? What was that exciting thing that you were going to be doing? We want to hear from you. 780-421-1039. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about the things you were supposed to be doing this summer uh, before, of course, COVID. We got this text. I was supposed to be getting my first teaching job after graduating this spring. However, it could always be worse. Yeah, you could be employed. Stay unemployed. (laughs) Live off the Serb. (laughs) Oh, man, I don't think you're alone in that thinking. (laughs) No. Another person says we were supposed to be traveling to meet our first newborn grandson. Mm. That's the stuff that sucks the most. Oh, my gosh. When you see the commercials of the grandparents and the newborns through the windows. Yeah. So sad. Yeah, yeah, it's true. All right. Another one here. I was supposed to be a special event security guard. I'm missing out on all the great music festivals. No BBJ, Barn Burner, or Blue Suede Music Festival. Okay, so there you go. And BJ, yeah, speaking of uh, BJ and BVJ. What's the biggest thing that Kiss and Listeners are going to miss this summer? Yeah, Big Valley. Yeah, that's the thing I'm going to miss the most. That's the thing I'm going to miss the most. I wouldn't put it past BJ to go out there and plop the trailer down for five days just because. I was thinking about it. How did did you know I was thinking about it? I know you'd be sitting in that field all by yourself just crushing beers. (laughs) I've still still got the week off from work. (laughs) You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, so Matt was just telling us off air. We're gonna. I want you to tell us about your your trip. You get this uh, tent trailer because uh, the family wants to camp, and you think this is just going to be a great idea. Great idea. Problem sure. free. Um, but you know, when the highlight of the trip is your husband or your husband, your your uh, brother in law who runs a funeral home, tells you how they get the fluids out of a body, and that's actually <laughs> the highlight of your trip. That's not a good sign, is it? Well, it was one of the highlights. It was neat. <laughs> He's like, do you want to know how embalming works? I'm like, now I do. You can't say no. <laughs> do you know where they put the stuff? 
that's the most important. It's like your bodily fluids, they just put it down the drain. In Lethbridge, anyway. Don't <laughs> drink the water in the, the As long as city. it's not fatty or greasy, you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they, they, they could not put mine down. Oh, There's no way. You get a can. <laughs> <laughs> you're putting a jar under the sink. <laughs> <laughs> I would be plugging up the pipes. There's no two ways about that. But anyway, so you get, okay. this, you get this tan trailer and off you guys go. It's, Here we it's go. It's totally like the Griswolds. Everything's going great. Trailer's hooked up, tested everything. Then south of Calgary, the first incident happens. We're by Stavely. And then the hailstorm of the century starts. Like, it was so bad. It was like snowdrifts on the highway. You could hear the chains of the trailer dragging in it. It was underneath the trailer. Oh, my gosh. Anyways. Yes. We weathered that storm, even though I was nervous, and we get to Lethbridge. And then the monsoon starts. Okay. (laughs) Three days of straight rain. We leave after day one of rain. Now, the lady whose place we're going to, her private land, she's like, I don't know. The the road might be washed out. Just a heads up. (laughs) So we're going camping. You're like, I don't know. I felt like a World War One soldier in the trenches. It was so wet. I'm gonna get yeah, trench Matt. Foot. That's what it was like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like something. I'm gonna get gangrene. Anyways, I go to plug my trailer in in the rain to get ready to go for this trip, and I go test the lights, and the lights don't work. So I'm like, uh oh, this isn't good. And we did everything that us non-mechanical people sorry i want to back up a bit because and this explained why you kept getting the finger when you were driving there right no lights i must have went i would say probably three quarters of the trip to uh, from edmonton to lethbridge without lights okay sorry everybody on the road anyways we get there and i'm like oh no so i have to everybody's left left for camping then me and my father-in-law take the camper to the hitch place and then that took two and a half hours. They didn't find the problem. They had to snip the taillight line on the camper so I could at least have brakes and signals. Yeah. So I can't drive in the dark. No problem. Not planning on it. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we get out to the to the campsite, and it literally gets rainier and rainier the closer we get to it. Yeah. It's so sopping wet. There's like rivers of rain everywhere. I back the trailer in. My car, which shouldn't pull that trailer because it's much too heavy for it, smells like burning transmission oil, <laughs> even though it's five degrees out. Ooh. We park it. Okay, all good. We're set up. It's rainy, whatever. Two days of that happens, and then the wind starts. <laughs> well, at least it dried things out. No. It not. <laughs> it, and my, I had my awning out because it's raining. The awning, at one point, the uh, the winds of southern Alberta rip it out of the ground over top the tent trailer. It's like midnight. Me and my brother-in-law are trying to figure this out. The kids Is this funeral up. home brother-in-law? Yeah, funeral home brother-in-law. Yeah. He's got a hard side camper. Get a hard side camper, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and then the day we leave, it's like 25 degrees, not no wind. Like 10 o'clock. Bye. See you. <laughs> <laughs> At least you got to pack up in a nice day. Well, and while packing up in this nice day, found mice in the tent trailer. Oh. <laughs> and of course, my in-laws being scientists, they know everything about insects and bugs. Yes, and they do. They, oh, my father lies. Oh, that's a deer, deer mouse. Watch <laughs> out for the hand of virus. Like, okay, great. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> So what did you do? How did you get them out? I, I grabbed a box of like where they had chewed up and they were still in there. I'm screaming. My mother-in-law is like, stop being a coward. <laughs> she like picked them up, threw them in the bush. Like, they're just mice. Like, you got the Hanavirus now. Get away from me. This sounds like a great family vacay. We get back to Lethbridge <laughs> after doing as much as I can. I take everything out, 
because I got to get the taillights fixed. Yes. Anyways, I go get the taillights fixed. Turned out the $250 I spent at the other place was pointless because that guy fixed it in five seconds. <laughs> oh. I, then I go back to in-law's house, pop up the trailer, and clean up the mouse doo-doo. Next day, I go in, and there's more mouse doo So there's still a straggler. <laughs> I, we put out traps, but he wouldn't go for the peanut butter. So I'm, I clean it out again, and I'm like, well, you're going to have to die in Edmonton then. <laughs> <laughs> so trailer's packed, put it down. Lights are fixed. Everything works. We get home. And that is my first trailer experience. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. It can only go up from here. I, yeah, oh, I guess I could get the Hanna virus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? (laughs) Well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.